But you got to look back at the wins and say, today might not be the day, but look at everything that I've done. I'm going to just take a break today and I'll pick it back up tomorrow because look, I'm not going to give up on all these wins that I've accomplished. But if you only look at that goal as one thing, then it's only going to be a win or lose. Really, when you set these goals and you put those those checkpoints and those micro timelines down and you and you go back and reassess it's almost like you're not in it by yourself Mm -hmm. because you're you're in it with a past and future version of yourself welcome to the career advancement academy we're your hosts jack and kara dennison and we're your ultimate career coaches we're here to help you find land and crush your dream job and help you live an amazingly authentic life while doing it. If you're a professional ready to make the money you're worth, make an impact at companies you like and live authentically, this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Career Advancement Academy. Class is in session. Welcome back to the Career Advancement Academy. I'm Jack. This is Kara, and we're your favorite career coaches diving into another episode to help you elevate your career. Kara, what topic do we have for the people this week? We are talking about goal setting, career goals. Well, let's just dive into it, not hide the episode title anymore. Episode 27, the overlooked aspect of goal setting that sets careers back years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A study from the Dominican University found that those who create specific goals that are challenging are more successful in achieving their goals than those who set easy goals. So smart goals, we've all heard of them, right? So they are specific, measurable, actionable, reasonable, and time-bound, right? These are fantastic goals to set. We probably all hold of, heard of them. If you haven't, there you go. This is a fantastic way for people to set goals that are easily achievable. However, we're going to go into a little bit more about goal setting and find out how we can make sure that these goals are lasting. In fact, everyone wants to find career growth, fulfillment, recognition for a job well done, of course, right? But knowing what your impact has been can motivate you to set more goals, improving your work and life. But what happens that keeps people from achieving their goals? Well, I think it's pretty clear, right? If we don't have clear ones, then we can't really hit them, right? That's the first one. Yeah. But also there's a lot of other things that get in the way, like fear of change. Yeah. That's one. Lack of direction. That's another. Overwhelming job market and really shifting priorities, right? A change in the priorities of life. Yeah, absolutely. However, Locke and Latham's goal setting theory found that clear and challenging goals actually improve a person's performance, increasing their liking likelihood of achieving goals. So we want you, if you are looking to advance your career, especially in the new year, to set clear goals that you want to meet and that are actually going to last, right? So I want you to really take a moment and reflect on this past year. Consider your achievements, but also consider your setbacks, right? Where were you maybe setting unclear goals? Where did that fear of change set you back? Where did that lack of direction or those changing life priorities, career priorities, make you maybe abandon those goals, right? 
So we found a exercise from the founder of Mind Valley that helps you determine your goals and create that intrinsic value that allows you to really have that buy-in towards your own goals. Why this is so important is because we want you to tie your goals to what you really want out of life and even your career goals. So I'm going to tell you three questions. You can pause this video. You can pause this podcast and I want you to write down your answers, right? You can write this down or if, because it tends to solidify your thoughts or you could just think about it, right? But give yourself about 60 to 90 seconds and write down as many answers for each one of these questions. Okay. The first question is, what are the experiences that I want to have? The second one is, what are the ways that I want to grow? And thirdly, what are the ways that I want to contribute to the world? Why these questions are so important is that even if you're trying to set goals for your career, for your personal life, or for whatever, these questions really help you zoom out and think about what your life is going to look like throughout the rest of your life. What are the experiences that you want to have? How do you want to grow? What skills do you want to have to gain? And how do you want to give back? How do you want to contribute to the world? This is going to help you define goals that intrinsically you're motivated to complete because they tie into what you want out of your life. Yeah, I think it comes down to that why again, right? Where uh, now that you're really getting to the heart of, of what you really want. And I think often we run into problems with goals because one of the biggest mistakes that we see as professionals from other professionals is that goal setting in the middle of goal setting, we're not assessing our progress without judgment. There's always that air of judgment on the other side of, oh, I haven't gotten there yet. And then all of a sudden, what does that mean? How do we reflect on that? Do we beat ourselves up? Do we take ourselves out of the game? Do we stop doing it all together? We've seen those New Year's resolutions, right? Where it's like, I'm going to go to the gym four days a week. Well, if you weren't going to the gym before, why would you start with four days? Right. Why not just make it one day a week and then start to increase from there. Start building the habit. The same thing goes for our career. If we have uh, certain aspirations and all of a sudden life happens, competing priorities get in the way. Well, maybe we might need to come back to the table and reassess just where we are so that we can maybe break that chunk it down into smaller bite-sized incremental goals and really being able to just appreciate where we are instead of saying, well, I'm not where I want to be. So it's not good. Yeah, absolutely. And why this is the biggest mistake that we see in goal setting is not assessing progress without judgment is because when we set goals for ourselves, we're at one point in our lives. And then when we go and try and complete those goals, we might be at a completely different point in our lives, right? Things might happen to our families, to ourselves, to our health, to our mental health, to our jobs, to whatever it is. And then when we go back to that goal, we start assessing our projects and it's very easy or progress rather. And we start to judge, how come I'm not the same person that I was back then? How come I'm not further? How come this? How come that? Right. And the issue with this and the reason why we need to a assess our progress, but B do it without judgment is because there are usually external factors at play hmm. and recalibrating your goals based on all the facts is so important in order to make sure 
that you go for goal completion because our most likely habit is to say, well, it's not happening. I'm failing. I might as well quit. And so obstacles are inevitable, but unanticipated challenges can derail even the most determined goal setter. And so preparing flexible goals, such as using the if-then strategies to navigate setbacks, such as if I'm held up at work and can't make my 6 p.m. fitness class, then I will walk in my neighborhood for three miles is a great flexible contingency plan and a good if then strategy, right? So another one might be, you know, I have a goal to save X amount of money, right? By X amount of time. If I can't make that, then my secondary goal is going to be saving this amount by this amount, right? So having these flexible goals and also having checkpoints, right? Maybe you check your goals once a month, once a quarter, once a week, whatever it is that makes sense to say, hey, am I making progress on this? Or does this goal even make sense for what I want to contribute, experience, or grow in my life is going to be critical because our limiting beliefs will potentially come into play and say, oh, if you can't get this, you're a failure. All your goals should go go away, right? And what's most important when it comes to achieving goals is progress is always better than perfection. I think really what you've kind of unlocked here is when we're setting SMART goals, it's so important that we remain flexible, that we remove judgment, that we consistently reassess, and also that we show a little compassion when we are doing that assessment mm-hmm. that we're we're willing to insert uh not necessarily excuses but reasoning for why we haven't hit those goals so that we can justify in the brain what those competing priorities are and not beat ourselves up for not attaining what we were set up to do exactly another good tip here for um goal setting and for that momentum and that um, motivation is to set milestones, right? In that SMART goal, right? S specific, M measurable, A actionable, R reasonable, T T uh, time bound, measurable, right? It should be measurable by this amount of time, by X, right? Set milestones, chunk it up, right? Sometimes we set these goals, like I want to make a million dollars in a year or something outrageous, But then I want you to go and you chunk that up. If you have a year goal, set little milestones for every month. If you have a monthly goal, set a weekly milestone. And most important with those milestones, celebrate. Celebrate when you reach those milestones. Set milestone victories and celebrate the wins. If you achieve above that milestone, you're that much closer to achieving that goal and reassess your goal at the milestones. Ooh, God bless you. Excuse me. So every small win deserves to be acknowledged. And the reason why, and it, I know it sounds so like silly sometimes when you're in that go, go, go goal, like achieving mode is that there are going to be days where you look at that goal and you say, F that I'm not doing this anymore, but you got to look back at the wins and say, Oh, 
today might not be the day, but look at everything that I've done. I'm going to just take a break today and I'll pick it back up tomorrow because look, I'm not going to give up on all these wins that I've accomplished. But if you only look at that goal as one thing, then it's only going to be a win or a lose, right? And I, I think it's so important that you kind of brought this part up because so often we kind of feel like when we're setting goals, it's it's us versus the world. I, I, I've got to do it all by myself. And really, when you set these goals and you put those those checkpoints and those micro timelines down and you, and you go back and reassess, it's almost like you're not in it by yourself mm-hmm. because you're you're in it with a past and future version of yourself. Because from your past, you you set out this plan, but also you understand that the future version of yourself may have other things to deal with. And so you're you're never actually alone in this process. You're constantly being able to assist yourself. But hey, if you are in a situation where you need a little bit more support, what's your support system? How can you tie that support system into this process? How can you have your friends, your family, coworkers, uh, kind of do this with you potentially, maybe bringing it up to your department, like, hey, listen, I'm doing this for myself. Does anybody else want to kind of assess their own career and kind of see what they can plan, you can set out for yourself. And maybe then you have that a check-in with them every once in a while, just to kind of see, hey, how you doing? Just to kind of have somebody else to have as a sounding board so you don't necessarily feel so alone. Mm-hmm. Accountability partners are huge in goals in goal setting, goal achievement as well. And here's the reason why people don't use them as often as they should is because they're afraid if I get an accountability partner and I don't achieve my goal, someone's going to be disappointed in me. And here's the thing is if you're with your accountability partner, with your coach, with your mentor, with a team member, with whoever it is that you are help, having them help you with accountability. If you set up front, hey, listen, I want to A, celebrate the small wins and the milestones. I want to reassess this goal at, a, at those milestones and at specific times to see if this still makes sense for me. And I want you to help me keep me accountable with no judgment. Then that that is taken off the plate. There's no disappointment. There's no judgment. It's you against you and you're continuing to win no matter what, whether you complete the big goal or not. I think it's important that we stay nimble. We stay compassionate. We are focusing on the non-judgmental side of goal setting and continuing to reassess. I can't tell you how often that I lose track of my own goals because I don't set that assessment, that reassessment time. You set things out so far in advance. Oh, this year, this is what my target is, right? But we don't look at the the immediate future. And then all of a sudden, a couple of weeks go by and we haven't even gotten started or or gotten as far along the road as we would like. So make sure you're doing that. You're setting those timelines, those checkpoints for yourself. Yep, absolutely. For maximum goal achievement, make sure your goals are tied to something intrinsic. Make sure it's tied to something that you want to grow, contribute, or experience in your life. Secondly, make sure that you set steps and milestones to not only celebrate, but also to reassess. That's one of the biggest mistakes that anyone can make. And it's one of the biggest reasons for goal um, abandonment, honestly. And Thirdly, grab someone to help you keep accountable, lean on your support system and be honest with yourself, drop the judgment, right? And just completely 
uh, invest in yourself when it comes to where you want to go, what's happening now in your life and get rid of any judgment. No one cares. No one cares except for you. And so be kind and compassionate to yourself. Like, like Jack said, and stay adaptable, right? Because life is going to happen. And so your goals need to be adaptable too. We would love to hear some of the goals that you have for the new year. Absolutely. So that we can celebrate with you as you are moving through with the progress, progress over perfection all the time. So hop on over to our Optimized Career Solutions YouTube channel, drop in the comment for this week, um, for this video on what your goal is for the new year so that we can celebrate with you and uh, let you know how we're cheering you on. Definitely make sure to stay tuned for tomorrow as I'm dropping a video to go even deeper deeper into some goal setting and some other great information for your career and how you can advance it into the new year. What else? Well, thanks for joining us on the Career Advancement Academy. Make sure you leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting platform. Subscribe, tell your friends about us. If you know anybody looking to further their career, this is the podcast for them. They should be listening to it in their downtime on their uh, their commute uh, while they're working out. We want to make sure that you are embracing and creating an environment for your brain to be able to further your career. So please stay tuned, stick with us, and we will see newer and higher heights together. Awesome. See you next week. Thank you for attending the Career Advancement Academy this week. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation. If you know a friend or colleague who would benefit from this episode, make sure to share it with them and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes. If you're interested in working with us, check out www.optimizedcareersolutions.com to learn more.